Save me, Biden. Save me with that green, green energy. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I want to talk about inflation, gas prices, Biden, maybe a little bit about the Russian war. I, you know, I was down on Biden. I, I'm kind of, I'm always the opposite. I don't know why. I'm, I voted for Biden, but I'm always the opposite. When everyone's hating him, then I start liking him and vice versa. And so right now, I think, I mean, people aren't talking about boots on the ground in Ukraine, but um, I don't know, you know, the no-fly zone, I don't know. I don't know what people are talking about, but I feel like, whatever, Biden is not starting World War III, so basically every week that he does not start World War III uh, makes me think that he's doing good. And so he's done that for over two weeks now. I, I like it. But the Biden administration has been lying. They've been saying that um, gas prices, you know, which are high, you probably heard, um, you can blame that on the Russian-Ukraine war. But that's a lie because gas prices were high, were high before the war started. They've been high. I mean, you know, inflation, right? inflation's been high. Part of it, the reason why inflation is so high is because gas prices and just energy prices in general have been high. And so that's been going on for like a year. I'm listening to the 538 podcast, and Nate was saying there's some there's some statistic I can't remember the name of it, but um, there's a stat that said you know like when inflation goes up, co- things cost more, and also theoretically, jobs pay you more. So you know it's not it's not quite as terrible ter- you know it's not as terrible as it sounds if prices go up if you're making more money. But so whatever that difference is, like how much more money you're making compared to how much more money you're spending. I didn't know. So it's it's five months. For five months, uh, the American public has been paying more than they've been getting. So you know, I mean, I I thought you know I would have thought probably like for a whole year things have been bad for Americans, but apparently it's only been five months that things have been bad. Although things I think are pretty darn bad for those five months and getting worse, especially now. Now, the gas prices, this Russia-Ukraine thing, is making gas prices go up more since then. But I think Biden's trying to say it's all because of the war. So that's the lie. And so I, I've talked about this. Um, a lot of times the first year, like, you know, a president is not in control of the economy. I mean, he, at least not in total control. Like, you know, when a president, when Biden comes in or Trump or whoever, the first day that they're president, if the economy does good that day or bad that day, that ain't because of something bad that they did or something good that they did. That's just left over from the previous administration. And, you know, how long does it take before you can blame the current president for stuff? You know, like, you know, six months in, are they responsible for what the economy's doing? A year in? I mean, I don't know. There's no, to my knowledge, there's no exact answer to that. But so is Biden, is he, you know, and his, you know, his administration, when I say Biden, I mean the Biden administration. So is Biden responsible for inflation and is Biden responsible for high gas prices? That's the question. And as far as inflation goes, maybe, maybe there's definitely a case you can make, but it's not clear. Listen to someone was saying economists, economists are famous for disagreeing. Like, the most important thing in the world is, like, what do we do to keep our economy going? And if you get yourself 100 economists, 50 of them will say, you know, go to the right or whatever, go up on something, and the other 50 will say go down on something. I mean, they never agree. And the answer is because we don't know. There's no, 
You don't just run your computer program and do what it says, because we don't know. But if Biden is responsible for inflation, it's because of the uh, the COVID relief bill that sent out checks. I mean, you know, the checks, the checks that got sent out to people was a small part of it. A whole bunch of money went to something other than that check you got in the mail. So anyways, there's a theory, and it. I think a lot of people think it's true that uh, that stimulus, that relief bill, um, caused inflation. Now, I will say, you know, the steel man on the other side is that Trump did a very similar bill, um, whatever, the year previous. And in fact, he was trying to pass one. He was trying to pass the one that Biden basically passed, and Pelosi stopped him from passing the second one. Okay, there's two of them. So Trump did a stimulus relief, and Biden did a stimulus and relief. And Trump was trying to do two of them, and Pelosi's like, if he does a second one of these and sends out checks to every American a second time, he's going to get reelected. So, so Pelosi said, no to you. And then when Biden got elected, she said, yeah, now we'll do it. So, you know, what caused the inflation? Who knows? Trump's stimulus wouldn't have, and then Biden's did, or neither one of them, or both of them. Uh, who knows? I mean, you know, for most people, it's just going to be... Do you like Biden? Well, then it didn't cause it. If you don't like him, hell yeah, it caused it. And I guess I think it probably did cause it, but I'm not blaming him because, like I say, Trump wanted to do a second one. I wasn't going to blame him either because no one knows. Economists don't know. And uh, second off, I'd like a third one. Send me a check. Just don't send the money. You know, the, just send the check part. Only the check part, please. All right, so I'm just going to make stuff up just like economists do. I'm going to say Biden is one, Biden is one third responsible for inflation. But now, how about oil prices, um, or gas prices? On this one, my understanding is that Biden is responsible for this. I mean, inflation makes gas prices go up, but it's not a, it's not, that's not exactly how it, that's not what happened this time. I think I mentioned this, but anyways, oil companies, it takes a lot of money, money, you know, hundreds of millions, billions of dollars to ramp up and to shut down oil drilling and oil refineries and et cetera. And so, you know, the Biden administration has been very clear that they're saying, fuck you, oil companies. And they've been doing that since day one. Biden got in there. He said, fuck you to oil companies. And oil companies are like, we hear you loud and clear, Mr. Biden. Dr. Biden. Oh, that's his wife. And so instead of ramping up on a bunch of stuff, they just said, OK, just, you know, keep the drilling that we got going and don't add any because... Whatever. The Biden administration is going to hammer us on this stuff. They hate us. They're going to hammer us. They're trying to shut us down while, you know, going green. So there you go. Biden is responsible for the high gas prices up until the point of the war. And then, you know, the prices after that are because of the war. Then the 538, one of the 538 ladies was, uh, hey ladies, um, said an interesting fact. So America is a net exporter of oil. Like we drill more oil than we need. So what's the frickin' problem? The answer is there's two kinds of oil. There's sour oil and, or sorry, sour crude and sweet crude. Oh, that's sweet, sweet crude. And apparently because of just various things in the industry, because of fracking, changing stuff, whatever, um, America the refineries, like the infrastructure. The infrastructure for converting crude to oil and gas is set up for sour crude. Sour means it has more sulfur. So sour crude has more sulfur, 
sweet crude has a lower sulfur content. And apparently when you build a refinery, um, you build one to take care to deal with sour or you build one to deal with sweet. And America is set up for sour crude, but because of fracking or whatever, what we're, what we're digging out of the ground nowadays is sweet crude and we're not set up to process it. So what we do, and, and Europe is kind of the opposite. Europe is set up for, for uh, sweet crude. And I guess, I don't know, Russia or whoever, they're getting sour crude out of the ground. It doesn't matter. Anyways, long story short, we send our sweet crude to Europe and then we buy their sour crude and we process it here. So that's why even though we can produce all the frickin' oil we want, uh, we still have to buy all our oil. We sell all our, all our oil <laughs> that we dig up and then we buy all the oil that we put into our cars. And just that's just how it is. And, and I'm sure it costs billions of dollars to switch your refineries and takes years or whatever. So you can't, you can't just turn on a dime. So what about gas taxes? Uh, I think the federal gas tax is 18 cents a gallon. So I think Biden could do that instantly if he wanted to. He could lower the price of gas 18 cents. But it wouldn't stop gas prices from continuing to go up. But, you know, I think everyone would think that would be good. He should do it just, you know, for the next year. Get rid of that tax. And then I guess states, states are the ones who tax it more. Um, I mean, they're not as rich as the feds. And I guess they do it from maybe 10 cents to 60 cents. Like California is 60 cents. I think they said Alabama was 10, 10 or 20 cents for Alabama. So if states want to do something, they could do something too. Although, well, whatever. Whatever they do, right or wrong, it's not because uh, not of Biden. I guess you could ask the states to do that. And I believe states just made more money. Like they got um, they got surpluses for whatever reason during the pandemic. They got huge surpluses. Like California has like fifty billion or a hundred billion dollars in surplus uh, money. So anyway, they could do it if they wanted to. But, you know, if you're a politician who's been saying you you support you know the environment and Green New Deal and climate change, blah blah blah. You know, if, if that's you know if that's a fundamental thing that you've been saying for years as a politician it's gonna be real hard to uh say yeah let's lower the price on gasoline all right how about green energy is green energy gonna save us save me biden save me with that green green energy well what is green energy answer electricity you cannot fill your gas tank with green energy so basically until everyone has an electric car there's no way shape or form possible at all that green energy can uh fix any of this oil gas stuff so i guess long story short can green energy save this save us from this yeah and you know in 50 years and i'm sure the prices will come down right now i think the cheapest electric car that you can get is maybe like 40 grand and I think because of supply chain problems, they've been raising those prices. So now it's like 48 grand. I mean, you got to be, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like not too long ago, 20 years ago, spending 48 grand on a car, you're like, holy crap, what kind of fancy ass Mercedes are you buying? Now it's like, oh, 48 grand doesn't sound too bad. But anyways, that's still expensive to me. My car, well, I don't know because uh, used car prices are up. But my car, I think I paid $2,700 for it. And it's a good car. And it's a good car, and uh, I'm not replacing it with a $50,000 electric car. Plus, I don't even drive that much. I mean, it just, whatever. That's just a bunch of horse shit. Green, green horse shit. 
All right, what about nuclear? So the funny thing about nuclear, um, like Germany has famously been shutting down all their nuclear plants, like whatever. If you're green, if you're going green, for some reason that means shutting down your zero carbon emissions nuclear plants. But I was watching some video. I was watching a video of about the situation. And so there's just like some old hippies, like German, old German hippies. Like every one of them is like 75 years old, just old white haired hippies, men and women, you know, pony men with ponytails. And apparently they've been going to this um, nuclear plant, like just standing, you know, maybe about 10 of them, 15 of them, about 10 of them, let's just say. So about 10 of these old hippies apparently have been going outside this German nuclear power plant, you know, holding up signs saying, shut it down. Uh, and they've been doing it for like 30 years or something. You know, I don't know. They, they don't go every day. You know, maybe once a month or something, they go out there for a couple hours, hold up signs saying, shutting it down, shut it down. And they've been doing it for decades. And, you know, did those people really cause the shutdown or general public opinion? I don't know. But anyways, just bad timing. Germany decided to start shutting. I think they decided to sh shut down half of them, like, in the past year. And then they're going to shut down the rest of them, I don't know, in a year or two. But the 538 lady, it's got some more fun facts. Um, where does Germany get its uranium from? Kazakhstan, which is Russia's best buddy. And then Ukraine, you, you may have heard, has a whole bunch of nuclear power plants. Uh, where do they send their nuclear waste to? Answer, Russia. So, you know, you think you're getting away from Russia and their oil by doing nuclear. Uh, and they pull, you know, I, they're pull, uh, just when I thought I got out, they pulled me back in. And so oil is fungible. This is a great word, fungible, just like money. And so when America decides to not buy oil from Russia, Russia just sells that oil to someone else, and then we buy our oil from someone else. But it doesn't really change anything. But I was listening to Bill Maher, and he had a good joke of trying to explain to someone how, what the word fungible means. And he said it's like, you go to Las Vegas, you're about to go into a casino to do some gambling, and there's a guy in front of the casino, and he says, Hey man, I need help. I need $1,000. My wife's got cancer, and I need $1,000 to uh, save her life. And you're like, uh, how do I know you're not going to... If I give you the $1,000, how do I know you're not going to spend it on gambling? And the guy's like, oh man, I got gambling money. I just don't have the money to save my wife's life. So that's fungible. It just means, uh, wish I had the definition, but it just means uh, you can move it around. A dollar here or a gallon of oil here is the same as a dollar there or a gallon of oil there. So whatever. I'm not going to take oil from you. It just means that the oil just it just goes a different route. You know, it's not like we're saying we're not going to buy oil, period. We're like, we're going to buy the exact same amount of oil as we always buy. We're just going to, I don't know, let's make up an example. I don't know, let's pick Nigeria. I think they got a lot of oil. So, you know, instead of us buying the oil from Russia, we'll buy it from Nigeria. And then Nigeria, instead of selling their oil to whoever, now they'll sell it to someone else instead of Russia doing it. Actually, I don't think that made sense. But anyways, it's just like it goes in a it goes in a circle. Everyone gets their oil. It's fine. Look up fungible. Damn it! <laughs> it's a great word. <laughs> so hard to explain. All right, I'm sure that wasn't fun to listen to, but let me try again. Let's say normally America buys oil from Russia and China buys oil from Nigeria. 
Well, it's all fungible. So what happens is America just says, okay, Russia, we're not going to buy it from you. We're going to buy it from Nigeria. And then China, who is normally buying it from Nigeria, is like, well, fine, then we'll buy it from Russia. So it's all fine. And what's funny is you would think doing it that way, it wouldn't raise the price of oil. But it makes people afraid. Like, you know, I have to buy it from a country I'm not used to buying it from. Boom, prices shoot up. And I don't want to let the Republicans off. Um, you know, the worst kind of person in America is a Republican politician. So while Biden has been saying F you to the oil companies and making prices higher, you know, what the Republicans do is they rape the American taxpayer and give the money to the oil companies. So that ain't no better. And, you know, they've been doing that. They've been doing that longer. They've been doing that a long time. I forget the exact stat, but I think like the top five oil companies in America have paid zero taxes over the last five years. So all five companies, all, all five of the last years, they paid zero taxes. I mean, you know, why don't you tax them and send me a check? I mean, I paid, I paid some taxes over those five years. Uh, but you get the idea. And Democrat politicians are not that different from different either. I'm sure they helped keep taxes low for oil companies. I mean, oil companies just buy, you know, they're just, whatever. The money they save on taxes, they use that to buy politicians. So I just looked up oil prices, like, per barrel or whatever, and the war made the prices go up as fast as they've ever gone up or something. And then in the last week, prices have gone down as fast as they've ever gone down or something. Not exactly, but basically. I don't think that it affects anything that I said in this podcast. Uh, just something that people should know. I guess what this means is when Biden said gas prices are up because of the war and it ain't his fault, when he, and that was lying, it'll be interesting to see if he says, oh, gas prices went down and that's because of me, which would be a lie. I mean, and every politician lies too, not to... Not to be too mean to Biden, every single one of them is a liar. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.